Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Sunday to you. I hope that you're doing well, and I hope that you're gearing up, getting ready to be a part of life groups tomorrow morning, man. So excited to be in life groups tomorrow to continue walking through the Word together. And uh, man, I hope that if you're not planning on being there, that you would change your plans, man. You got a little bit of time before 9 or 11. Hope that you'll join us there, and uh, man, can't wait to see you. But today, we're continuing to walk through in the podcast through the book of First Samuel, and we're in First Samuel chapter eleven. And I gotta say, just to be honest with us completely together, um, it's kind of frustrating reading through this part of First Samuel because Saul starts off so promising. Remember, if you go back to the last few episodes as we've been walking through this book, um, Israel wants to be like all these other kingdoms, right? They want a king, and so God basically gives them over to their own desires and says, hey, you want a king? Here you go. I, I, this, is the, this is the king that you're going to get. And so they get Saul as a king, and he starts off so good. We talked about this yesterday, and, and this is another example where Saul starts off really well. There, there's a guy named Nahash who's an Ammonite. Uh, he's, he's a part of the Ammonite people, and he besieges uh, this place called Jabesh Gilead. He takes these people under under siege and is going to come and wipe them all out. And basically, the people kind of work out an agreement with him. That's honestly kind of funny if you read this in the first couple of verses, where they say, "Hey, let's send for help, and if no one is going to come fight for us, then we'll come, we'll turn ourselves over to you." Uh, and the guy says, "Okay, that's fine." And so word reaches Saul that some of his people are being besieged and some of his people are being uh, thwarted against by the Ammonites. And so remember, Saul has just became king just a few uh, or just in the previous chapter. And what happens is Saul does what a good king does. He rushes to the defense of his people. He, he takes up an army. He takes up people uh, from Israel and Judah and rushes to defend the people. And he really gains over the hearts of the people so quickly. There, there's a moment at the end of the chapter where at verse 12, the people said to Samuel, who is it that said, shall Saul reign over us? Bring us the men that we may put them to death. They basically are sitting there saying, they're like, hey, who was it that said Saul couldn't be king? Like, those people are crazy. Let's find those people and put them to death. Like, Saul literally wins over the heart of the people here. And listen to what Saul says. He hears this being said. And in verse 13, Saul says, not a man shall be put to death this day. For today, the Lord has worked salvation in Israel. I mean, this is an incredible response. I mean, it's a response of a guy who's just become king. He wins his first battle and he takes no credit for himself. He praises God for it. Like this is the, the battle belongs to the Lord, right? This is the Lord's battle that he just won. So don't give me credit for it. And it's a great start. But what did we talk about yesterday? It's frustrating reading this book because we know that Saul's demise is going to come. We, we know that Saul starts off really well but he doesn't finish well. And I think there's something that we're going to see um, throughout the book of 1 Samuel and even in 2 Samuel and First and 2 Kings is it leaves us longing for a better leader. It leaves us longing for someone because even when you think about King David, King David was an incredible king. He was one that the people would always look to for, for years and years and years. But man, if David is your hero, you get really disappointed when you read about how he commits adultery with Bathsheba and kills Bathsheba's husband later on in 2 Samuel. Like if David is the hero of the Bible for you, 
you get really disappointed because David has some major downfalls. And as we read through these kings, we're reading through a moment right now where we're like, man, this is a great moment for Saul, but he's going to have downfalls later. And really what this book leaves us longing for is it leaves us longing for a better king. It leaves us longing for a king who, who doesn't have downfalls. Leaves us longing for a king who is going to reign victorious and reign justly and reign rightly and not have any major character flaws within him. And you might be like, Justin, is that even possible? Like we look at politicians, we look at, you know, all these earthly rulers, and that seems like it's something that's impossible and something that we're never going to achieve. But but the good news is that we have a king named Jesus. We have a king named Jesus who, yes, Saul had shortcomings. Yes, David had shortcomings. Yes, every king of Israel and Judah had shortcomings. But yet Jesus lives perfect and he reigns perfectly. And um, and so this book really leaves us longing to see the, the true king of kings and lord of lords. Saul just leaves us longing for more. And so it's an interesting story here, a cool story. It's, it's another reminder that Saul started really well. But as we're going to see in the next few chapters, uh, Saul's downfall comes fairly quickly because he gets his eyes off of Jesus. He gets his eyes off of God. He begins to fear other things instead of fearing God, and he begins to do things on his own. And it just leaves us longing for a better and truer King. And praise God that we have that in Jesus. So, man, I love you, and I hope to see you in life groups today. Uh, sorry, this was not on Instagram for you people that normally watch Instagram, uh, but we'll be back on there tomorrow. And uh, man, can't wait to see you in life groups today. And looking forward to this Wednesday night with you as well. We love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.